For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, Bird Gang? This is Alex Singleton of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to Philly Sports with Giovanni on Eagles Brawl. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Birds. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we... We had great potential, and through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests, and eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. It's your host of Philly Sports with Giovanni. Um, it's Giovanni. Um, and today this episode is a little bit different. I have it broken up into four segments, so I'll give you guys a little bit of a rundown. Um, I'm going to be talking about playoffs and the teams that are in the playoffs. Um, um, then I'm going to do a Jordan Mawada interview, and then I'm going to talk about the coaching situation and Doug Peterson. And then to top it off, I'm going to um, do an Alex Singleton interview. Uh, Stay tuned for those interviews and the Doug Peterson talk. Let's get into the playoffs. Um, So that Bills game was very good. I really like the Bills this year. Um, Close game. Buffalo won by three, though. Um, The Colts looked like they were going to have a shot at the comeback, but, you know, um, Buffalo stopped him. Buffalo said no. Um, I'm excited to watch this Buffalo team. Um, it reminds me of the 2017 Eagles, and um, their fan base is a lot like the Eagles, um, and I think they deserve one. Josh Allen is a stud. He's always coming out there. Um, he's looked very good this year. Um, I'm bummed for my guy, um, Zach Moss, though. Talk to him on the Chris Long podcast. I hope you feel better, man, uh, so you can come back and be better than ever next season. Um, next is the Rams game. Uh, Rams versus Seattle. I was cheering for the Rams um, because of what the Eagles did last year and they knocked us out of the playoffs. That was not nice. Um, I was real scared for Goff when he had to come in because of his thumb. Um, But he still got it and he got that win. Um, It was really cool to see him coming back in. Um, 
I was rooting for my guy, Johnny Hecker, too. I talked to him on the Chris Long podcast. He's a really funny dude, really nice guy, too. Um, yeah, I'm glad they won. Um, next is the Tampa Bay versus Washington game. Um, I was hoping for Washington to win because of their story this season with Coach Rivera and Alex Smith. Um, but of it, it ended. Um, I was really cheering for them because uh, I, I, I didn't think that um, Tampa Bay really had the the good story that Washington had. And I think Washington had a little bit more talent, if I'm going to be honest. Um, Baltimore Ravens versus Titans. Um, I think Baltimore will keep doing what they're doing. Um, I think that they're going to go far like they did um, last season. And I really thought the Titans were going to win because they have Derrick Henry. Um, and he's he's such a stud, but it came up short. Um, the Bears versus Saints game, that was the Nickelodeon game. Um, I really liked it um, because of the slime and the SpongeBob goalpost. Um Nick from Good Morning Football explained the game to kids like my sister who uh, don't really understand football so they could understand it more. Um, I really like that, and I hope that Nickelodeon does it again next year. Hopefully it will be one of our games, though. Um, The Browns versus Steelers game. Wow, that game was amazing. The Browns came out and they just destroyed. It was amazing. That first play of the game, the fumble touchdown, that was amazing. Uh, I'm so excited to see them next week. Um, they they really have the talent and I think they'll go far because it's their first time that they have been to the playoffs in my lifetime. Um, it would be cool to have a Browns-Bills AFC Championship game. I love a good underdog story. Underdog stories are the best. The only thing they can't do is never make a dog mask and try to wear it. It will not work. It only looks good on our guys, so don't try it. Um, All right, predictions for this week. Uh, the Packers will beat the Rams because the Packers are just jiving the season uh, together. Bills beat Ravens uh, because the Bills really have have it together this season. Um, and I think that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, if I'm being completely honest. They're just studs this year. Um, Browns beat Kansas City. Um, this was a hard decision because I love Big Red Andy Reid. Um, but you know, I had to go with the Browns because they, their talent is just 
amazing this year, and I really like Baker Mayfield. Um, Saints beat Tampa Bay. I um, I just think that the Saints are better in this matchup, um, and I don't really like Tom Brady, but um, thank you guys for being a part of my first playoff review. Go Birds. I'll see you there at Jordan Mawada's interview. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Um, so I have a special interview today. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Jordan Mulatto. What is up, man? Woo! Hey, man, thanks for having me on here today, bro. Thank you for being on. It means a lot. It's, it's an honor. It's a pleasure for me to be here. All right. So first question is, what is your favorite part about playing on the offensive line and protecting the quarterback? That's a great question. Um, I think it'll have to be just playing with the guys next to you. Um, you know, we always, we always say it's not one man's job, but all five guys have to be on the same page in order to get the job done. And, um, you know, when that, when that clicks, it's the best feeling. And, and that's, probably the best feeling about about playing next to and playing in the O-line really just building that bond with your with your teammates um, on and off the field so I'd have to say playing next to playing next to the guys that I call now call my brothers so yeah it'd be that uh, now that we're actually talking about the offensive line I'll ask you it must be amazing to be on a line with Jason Kelsey because I can only imagine it's super fun. Am I right? Uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, mate. You're, you're right on the money there. Jason Kelsey is probably one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. And also one of the most inspirational. That guy is, <clears throat> that guy is a warrior. And, um, you know, he's a big part of our offense uh, and a big part of our offensive line, you know, so... It's inc- we're incredibly lucky to have him on our team. Yeah, he is an awesome guy, and he's a big contributor to our team. Um, <laughs> so, next question is: What was it like to play in the NRL? The NRL? Oh man, does his homework. I like that. Um, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I missed the guys back home. Um, you know, I was playing in a like a division where I was playing against guys my age and um, it was it was challenging at the time um, and I wanted to stay there in, in rugby but you know the cards just weren't on the table at the time so I wanted to challenge myself to try something new but yeah playing playing in the IRL is not easy uh, but it's it's fun it's a lot of fun too and just like you know playing in the airline it requires all 13 players to to do the right thing and and make sure that they're cohesive and you know, they mold and gel as one. So, yeah, I appreciate that question. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, do you think that playing rugby helped you <clears throat> to get to the spot you are now in the NFL? Um, yes. There are some things I can bring from rugby uh, that transfer over to playing the airline, But um, for the majority – it's 
learning football is a whole different entire skill set that you need to play the game. You know, it's there's no other sport where you have to kick backwards, you know. You're going backwards and it's like, at first, if you've never done it like I did, it's really uncoordinated and just, you know, not a good feeling when you're going backwards. And there's a guy like, you know, oh, Miles Garrett charging towards you or Brandon Graham charging towards you, you know, 100 miles an hour. It's not a good feeling, but when you get comfortable, it's something that you just have to keep repeating. And the more repetitions that you get, the better you are, the more comfortable you feel. Um, yeah, that's all I'd say. There's different skill sets to play the game, but definitely I think power, agility, and probably just like ability to bend, you know, I guess, you know, being flexible helped a lot. The rest I had to figure out on my own. <laughs> I imagine flexible would help. Um, I love seeing those plays where uh, Carson or Jalen is running and they're using him as kind of a human shield. <laughs> is there is there some sort of a signal for that? Is there is there a what? Sorry. Is there some sort of a signal for that? Um, no, just a play call. We get a play call that I know I know that I'm pulling out into the open. Um, it's fun. I love that. It kind of reminds me of rugby. So when I do that, uh, when I'm pulling pulling out to the other side, I, I feel like I'm playing rugby again. And just whoever I see, I try and you know hit and dominate them. So yeah, there's no signal, but it's in the play call. Yeah, I love those plays. They're the best. <laughs> I love them too, bro. What was your favorite moment in this season? My favorite moment. <clears throat> wow, it it would have probably been my first start um, against the San Francisco 49ers at San Fran on Sunday night. Um, that was probably the most exciting uh, time this year. When you when I really look back and reflect, yeah, when you get to start your first time, it's it's a big thing, and you know that was my first start, and uh, man, enjoyed it. I really had so much fun. And the more that I played, the more that I started, I got more comfortable in my skin. And, you know, I feel like when I look back at it from when I started to now, two two different people, but I will always remember that as a special moment of 2021, uh, 2020 and 2021, having my first start. Yeah. Uh, I only won that game. That game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially that full start. <laughs> I had a full start. I, that should that's, that would probably be the, uh, the the memory right there in that game. The full start on the third and one. Oh man, I killed that drive. I remember it too. <laughs> that was fun. Hey, but we still won the game, so that's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a best friend on the team, or any funny stories to tell? Shoot. Yeah, it was my best pal. I it was uh, Big V. You remember Big V? Yeah. Big V was my best pal on the team, man. And um, and we we got to so many things. There was I think one time that I really remember is um, the funniest time that I had with Big V was the time we went to Chuck E. Cheese, and I'd never been to a Chuck E. Cheese, but one day after practice, I think it was a I think it was a practice or a day off, and we ate at IHOP 
Um, and then right next to the IHOP, there was a Chuck E. Cheese. And we'd, I'd never been to Chuck E. Cheese. And so he was like, you want to go Chuck E. Cheese? And I was like, let's go Chuck E. Cheese. So then it was just two big, big, really big alignment just in the mix with all these you know, kids and their families. And they're just looking at two grown men playing these <laughs> whack-a-mole and whatever other games they had. Um, so that was probably the funniest time that I had with Big V just because when you look back at it, two grown men in a Chuck E. Cheese, no kids around, like, you know, like, you know, he didn't have his son there. You know, it was just two grown, grown men, just <laughs> the little Chuck E. Cheese trying to battle it out and who, who can win the most tokens. And yeah, that was a fun time. We ended up giving the tokens away just because we were just there to compete and see who could win the most games. But yeah, that's probably the, uh, the funniest time I remember Big V. Sounds- Missed that guy. It sounds so funny. It were, it, it's probably like some of the parents must have been giving you weird looks too. Um, they were. <laughs> I, if I remember, they were giving us weird looks. But when we gave them the tokens, they were, the weird, those weird looks disappeared in an instant. When we gave them them tokens. We're like, hey, we're just here just to play. You can have it. Keep the keep the the tokens. Keep the game card. It's all you. It's all you. So. All right. Uh, thank you so much for being on. Um, you you were such a big contributor this season, and I just want to thank you for that, and thank you for being on. Oh, yeah, the pleasure is mine, man. Thank you for having um, having having me on on your little podcast. So I hope this podcast grows because we're gonna get this growing. We're gonna get this going. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. We'll, we'll make those dreams come true, baby. Thank you. Go birds. Yes, sir. Go birds. All right, guys. Uh, now I'm going to be talking about Doug Peterson. I don't know about you guys, but that Jordan Mulata interview was so fun. Uh, he's a really nice guy, um, and I think you guys will enjoy the Alex Singleton interview, too, because he's a nice guy, too. Um, but let's get into Doug. I was sad when Doug left. Um, I was actually doing a book report about his, uh, his book, Fearless, um, when the news broke. I know he meant a lot to me and he meant a lot to this fan base because he won us the first Lombardi in our city. Um, and he did it in his second year as a head coach for us. Um, I don't know why people are so happy he left because he brought us to the Super Bowl only three years ago and brought us to the playoffs last year. Um, and I think, I think we would have won that game last year if, uh, our guys weren't injured, but you know, injuries are just a big part of Philadelphia. Um, coaching seems to be an issue this year, but I mean, Doug won us the Super Bowl. I mean, like it wasn't that long ago. If you think about it, it was only three years ago. It wasn't that long. Um, last year, in my opinion, Doug just really needed an offensive coordinator. Um, so thank you for everything, coach. Um, 
I can't wait to see you succeed somewhere else. Um, and I miss you, man. All right, so let's talk about who I want to be the coach. Um, I'd love to see Deuce Staley um, get his shot. So many players have come out on his side, and the players love him, the players listen to him, and the players want to play for him. And I think we give this guy a shot. I mean, he's been a big contributor to this offense um, in the past few years. I think we give him a shot at head coach. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and enjoy the Alex Singleton interview. Hey guys, welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. I have another special interview. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Singleton. What is up, man? What is up? I I appreciate the intro, my guy. (laughs) Thank you for being on. Thanks for having me. You know I'm always available for you. Yeah. um, All right. So before we go into my questions, Jordan had a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. I was right. Um, so, uh, first of all, who was uh, your roommate this year? Joe Osman. All right. So, uh, who has the best hair on the team? Joe Osman, uh, Sal Malu, or Kelsey? Or I guess you. Well, I, you know, I feel like I would just vote for myself, so it's really not fair. Uh <laughs> That's tough. I love Kelsey's mullet. I will give him that because Kelsey rocks the true mullet. He shaves the sides every couple of weeks. Like he really does it right. But Isaac's also had long hair for a long time, but I also do respect Joe's long hair because he's my roommate. So I gotta, I gotta go with Joe just because, you know, that's the roommate love right there. All right. Um, what did it feel like to get called up and have your shot this season? Man, uh, it felt, you know, kind of just kind of my dream, you know, turned into reality, kind of, you know, uh, even though I was preparing for it, you kind of never know when that opportunity is going to come. And, you know, when I got the opportunity, you know, uh, looking back on it now, you know, obviously it, it went a lot faster in the season, but, you know, I, it, it's really cool, kind of like that, you know, just turning, turning a dream that I've had since, you know, I was six or seven years old into to a reality, which was uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. It was exciting, and I loved you from the start. You were just an absolute stud from the start. Um, so I have I have a question about um, you're saying positive vibes only. Um, that mentality, positive vibes only. What or where did that come from, and why do you want people to live by that? Man, there's a couple a couple places. I actually, you know, I'm sure you've heard of Barstool Sports. That's uh, so that's the jacket I rock. That's the positive vibes only jacket. And you know, you know, I I followed those guys for a long time, and I, you know, they've always, you know, they've always said it. You know, for man, I I think I've been following them for almost since like 2013, 2014, when it was kind of this new new startup. And you know, they just seem like guys to relate to. And that's how they kind of always were just positive vibes, positive energy, you know, just always moving forward. And then uh, another guy that really lives by that is Duke Riley. He's actually got a tattooed across his stomach. (laughs) Uh, 
he's a true believer in positive vibes only or PVO. And so, yeah, you know, those, those, I guess would be the, the main uh, two, like kind of big picture, you know, places, but just kind of, you know, I didn't necessarily live by positive vibes only, but, you know, I always live by, you know, having positive people around me, you know, happy people, people that were driven, you know, people that wanted to, you know, keep moving forward. So it wasn't necessarily a saying, it was something that I, you know, I feel like I always chased and that kind of saying just kind of embodies it. And it's a easy way to articulate it, to get people to kind of understand what you mean. Yeah. And I don't think enough people do live by that. Um, so I want to ask this because it just blows my mind. What type of training did you go through, man? Because I'm always seeing you out there by the ball getting the tackles. And I'm just like, what kind of training did this guy go through? Uh, you know, I will say, I, you know, being around the ball is just kind of one of those things I learned when I was younger. You know, my dad was my coach uh, when I was little. And I think it was just kind of, you, you just wanted to make plays when you were a, a little, you know, a little kid and you just wanted to, you know, be around the football. And it's kind of something that I've always taken into games, no matter whether, you know, I played here in Canada in college and high school, it was just kind of always something I've, uh, you know, prided myself in. Uh, and then the conditioning part, you know, you don't ever want to have, you know, loaf plays. And so if it, when I was in college, we started tracking them where if you're not on the screen by the time the play's over, you got a loaf. So I was like, man, I never want to be that guy. So now I've always made sure, you know, I still do it to this day, obviously still hustle to the ball. But in the off season, I will say I bought this. It's, it's called a rogue echo bike. And it's this, it's an assault bike, you know, pretty much, but it is this monster of a bike. And this off season, I kind of like died every single day. I rode that bike and I like, let this thing beat me up. It's the only thing that's ever made me throw up during a workout. And I was by myself with a couple buddies. Like there was no trainer, no nothing. It was me making the workout and me making myself sick. So like this bike is the, it's the ultimate, ultimate conditioning, uh, machinery it's not even that expensive from rogue it's but so the rogue echo bike if there's anything to contribute to this season it was that bike yeah um i wow <laughs> that that sounds that sounds brutal to go through that and then throw up Ugh. oh yeah i did it by my you can ask my mom it was at six in the morning i came in, and i don't throw up like nicely i'm like a like I cry like it's not pretty I you know I'm like you know a high school girl after prom it's just not a good sight and so I was I was I think it was like 6 a.m my buddies came over before work in like I want to say it was in June or July they came over about 6 a.m before it got hot and we rode this bike and for whatever reason the battery wasn't working when I was going so I just I kept going and then it would restart and I would go and it would restart but when you go you're going 110 percent so then eventually I changed the batteries and I'm still pretty tired from the other two attempts I already did that didn't count. But then my buddies went with the new battery and they like killed their old times. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta embarrass them. I gotta, I gotta show up. And I went as hard as I could and I got off of it and I was like seeing stars, seeing it. And I was like, I gotta go inside. And so I woke up my mom. Well, she was still sleeping, but she thought, she thought my sister was throwing up because it was so, so loud and just like, She's like, did you do that working out? And I was like, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, it's not good. But sometimes you got to put, put yourself in that situation so, so you know what it feels like to get there. Yeah. Um, 
What was your favorite part about this season? Ooh, favorite part about this season? Uh, I think just overall getting to play football this year. You know, I think with everything going on and, you know, there was a point where we didn't know we were going to get to play. There was so much negotiating. I mean, obviously everybody says the NFL is going to play no matter what, but I think it was just actually being able to get out there and, you know, play football in this crazy time. The fact that we were able to play all 16 games, the, you know, the league finished, finished the whole regular season. Obviously they are going to finish the playoffs and have a Super Bowl champion this year. And uh, yeah, that would, that would definitely be my favorite part. And then, yeah, that, that's kind of, that's what I would say, you know, have, have a little normalcy in the world. Yeah, that's how I felt when it came back too. I was like, we need this normal football. And then it came back and I was like, yes. The one good thing that came out of 2020. Um, what was your favorite game this season? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, personally or as the team? Uh, like personally. Personally, uh, the Cleveland Browns. I thought, uh, you know, I, I believe, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are like two of the best running backs in the league. And so, and it was a rainy game. It was a game, you know, the field was going to be wet. So it was one of those ones as a linebacker, you kind of get excited for, cause you know, there's only, you know, two people getting the ball this whole game. And it was those two. And, uh, you know, I thought I played pretty well. I, you know, obviously had a goal line stand, a fumble recovery. So it, it just felt good to uh, play well against that team. Yeah. Um, do you have a best friend on the team uh, or any funny stories? Oh, man, I would say I would say first and foremost, the linebacker group were a real close group in that locker room. You know, me, Nate, TJ, Duke, uh, the young guys, Sean, uh, Davion, and the guys that came in later in the year. You know, we were a we're a tight, tight knit group. Uh, and we just love being around each other. I, so I would definitely say that's the best friend group. We're probably the we're probably the best. If you see a group just roaming the halls together, always a football, it was always us. We we're always all together. So I would definitely say us as a linebacker group, a funny story, man, what, 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 what kind of story would you like? <laughs> Whatever's the funniest. Whatever's funny. You know what? We're, we'll go after Jordan here a little bit. Uh, since <laughs> he had some questions for me, uh, you know, obviously you've talked to Jordan. That is a, that is a big loud man. Have you ever heard him sing? No. Oh, next time he comes on, you got to have him sing now. He's so he's got he really does have a voice of an angel. I will tell you that he has a voice of an angel. But any day you hear him, I mean, it could be six in the morning. uh, It could be night meetings. That dude is belting a song. And so today I was I was actually in, in another like two rooms down. And I heard the music. I heard the music get turned on. And all of a sudden I just heard this. Oh. And it was just Jordan just singing from, you know, through the moon. I think it was Eminem, you know, so what, you know, and he just has, you know, that Australian just kind of accented, you yeah. know, it really makes Eminem sound a little different, but uh, I, w- I would say those are kind of the funniest times, you know, just hearing Jordan sing anywhere in the building. <laughs> that sounds funny. Um, thank you for being on. Thank you for answering my questions. Um, and thank Over. you for slaying this season. Hey, appreciate it. But hey, I got a question for you now. All right. So you do you obviously your school is online right now, right? Yep. How often do you have NFL.com or Philadelphia Eagles.com pulled up as a side tab? That's, that's, the school day? 
No, I'm actually, I, I actually have a full plan for it. I got my phone here, and then, <laughs> and then I have my laptop, and I'm on there working on my laptop and just watching NFL highlights. That's it. I love it. That's the best plan. Are you, you just put your phone on your keyboard so it looks like you're looking at the screen? Yeah. Man, I love it. You could, hey, next, if we do virtual meetings again, I'm going to have to have a meeting with you because now you're going to have these next four months to prepare how to get away with using your phone and laptop. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you you need to do a whole video for all these NFL guys, how we, how we can get away with texting and typing without <laughs> it looking like we're paying attention. <laughs> All right, thank you. You gotta do all the research for us. Yeah, I do, and I will. (laughs) Love it. Thank you. Go birds. Of course. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.